Hello, and welcome to They Didn't Teach Us That in Seminary, the official podcast of Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. Oh.
like that image that Bobby gave us of putting on our glasses. We're going to need it. Frederick Beatner has said that the transfiguration of Jesus is as strange a thing as there is in the Gospels. And so I'd like to give us some glasses this morning to help us see the strangeness a little better. And help us make sense of it. Once upon a time, there was a bunny rabbit by the name of Mr. Hopewell. Mr. Hopewell had the unfortunate experience of being born in Minnesota. That is, it was very cold, very, very cold, and very white during wintertime. And so Mr. Hopewell, this bunny rabbit, had never seen anything except the white of winter. Well, when this bunny rabbit talked to other bunny rabbits, the other rabbits always talked about spring, how magnificent and beautiful spring was. So Mr. Hopewell, the bunny rabbit, was really looking forward to meeting Mr. Spring. But Mr. Hopewell mistakenly thought that spring was a person. So he said to the other rabbits that he was really looking forward to meeting Mr. Spring, and all the other rabbits laughed and laughed and laughed at Mr. Hopewell and his foolishness to think of such a thing. Now, Mr. Hopewell did not dare to ask the other rabbits anything more about this Mr. Spring character because he didn't want to make a fool of himself. Time passed. Soon it got warmer and warmer in Minnesota. And as it got warmer and warmer, the snow melted. Mr. Hopewell went out and said, it's time to go looking for Mr. Spring. He wanted to personally meet that person called Mr. Spring. So the bunny rabbit, Mr. Hopewell, came up to a daffodil. He said to the beautiful daffodil, Are you spring? The daffodil laughed and laughed and said, Of course I am not spring, but I would not have come out if spring wasn't here. Hmm. Mr. Hopewell went hopping along, being rather embarrassed that he had not known what spring was, and he came upon a mushroom. It was a large, beautiful mushroom. He said to the mushroom, Mushroom, are you Mr. Spring? The mushroom laughed and laughed and said, Of course I am not Mr. Spring, but I would not have come out if spring was not here. Hmm, what a puzzle. So Mr. Rabbit hopped along came to a big fuzzy ball there in northern Minnesota. Mr. Rabbit said to the fuzzy big ball, Are you Mr. Spring? And the bear growled in a roaring voice. He said, Of course I'm not Spring, but I would not have woken up if Spring was not here. Hmm. Rabbit could not find Mr. Spring any place. So Mr. Hopewell started to cry and cry, and his tears running down his rabbit face. And about that time, a robin came by, and the robin said, What is wrong with you? Mr. Hopewell replied, Well, I have been looking for spring. Are you Mr. Spring? The robin, being a kinder soul, said, Oh, no. Spring is all around you. You are living in the middle of spring. Hmm. 
Well, time passed. He was no longer a little bitty bunny rabbit, but he was a human being whose name was Mr. Hopewell. And Mr. Hopewell was looking for the presence and glory of God. Mr. Hopewell did not know who God really was or where to find God. So Mr. Hopewell went looking as he walked through the woods one day. He came to this large forest of old-growth fir trees. Now these trees had giant limbs like arms and they pointed right up at the heavens. Now Mr. Hopewell said to the trees, Are you God? Are you the presence of God? The giant trees in nature's majestic cathedral smile and said, Oh no, we are not God, but we wouldn't be alive if God was not here. Hmm. Now, Mr. Hopewell was confused. And he went and sat down on the banks of Puget Sound. It was beautiful that day and the sun was just setting. There was no movement of wind it was perfectly still. The water was like glass and the reflections of the clouds perfectly silhouetted against the water. The sun went down and made a sunbeam as golden as the clouds that gleamed in the sky. It was incredibly gorgeous. And Mr. Hopewell said to the sun as it went down to set behind the mountains, Sun, are you God? The sun smiled as it faded underneath the mountains in the west and said, Oh no, I am not God, but God is here and all around you in the beauty of my golden rays. Hmm. Well, Mr. Hopewell was perplexed. He thought to himself, Where can I go to find God, to find the presence of God, the glory of God? For some reason or another, Mr. Hopewell went to a hospital and up to the maternity ward and saw a friend's newborn baby. The baby was crying and cooing. The mother and father were glowing with happiness at the joy at the birth of their child. They'd never been so happy in their whole lives as their baby cooed and gurgled. Mr. Hopewell said to the baby, Baby, are you God? Are you the presence of God? The baby just continued to coo and gurgle. Hmm. Mr. Hopewell finally came to a church. It was a majestic church with high cathedral ceilings. With majestic stained glass window there at the door, looking like the visions of heaven from the book of Isaiah. Music filled the rafters of this church. The sounds of magnificent choir and organ. Music called and cast a majestic spell over his soul. Then the movement of the bodies stopped. The music stopped. It's perfectly silent. And the silence was even more powerful 
than the music. Mr. Hopewell broke the silence when he whispered, Are you God? Are you the presence, the glory, the majesty of God? His questions echoed throughout the sanctuary. Are you God? Are you the presence, the majesty, the glory? Words reverberated, echoing in the perfectly harmonious sanctuary. Mr. Hopewell went to the front of the sanctuary where there was a Bible on the table in the front. Mr. Hopewell, becoming somewhat desperate, asked the Bible, Are you the presence of God? And before there was an answer, the pastor started to preach, told the congregation the wonderful, glorious presence of God in Jesus Christ. It's all around them, on every side. Well, Mr. Hopewell came up to the pastor, foolishly asked him, Are you God? Well, the pastor laughed and laughed and said, I've been called lots of things but I've never been called God before. Well, Mr. Hopewell finally left, feeling discouraged, trying to find the glory of God, trying to find the presence of God. Mr. Hopewell went out to a bus stop in the front of the church, and there was an old man standing at the bus stop. Mr. Hopewell was exhausted on his journey. He finally approached the old man and asked, Sir, I've been looking for God. I've been looking for the glory of God, for the presence of God. Do you know where I could find God? The old man said, Why, you are living in the middle of God. God is all around you if you have eyes to see. Hmm. Today's scripture passage is one of those stories where we discover God is all around, up high in the mountaintops, low down in the valleys, and everywhere in the middle. Once when I was on the road to Red River, New Mexico, I had an experience. Now, I had grown up in the Ozark Mountains, I had been to the Smoky Mountains several times, even been to the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania, but I'd never seen mountains like the Rockies. Red River, New Mexico, is there in the southern Rockies. I was stunned beyond words. Wanted to take a picture, wanted to keep taking pictures and captured that experience. It was just awesome. Same thing happened to me when I saw the beach for the first time. I remember its vastness was breathtaking, and I couldn't think of a better word except this is awesome. Now, each spring back in my seminary, our entire student body would take a spiritual retreat up in the North Georgia mountains. It became a tradition that on the last day of our retreat, the dean of our seminary would take a hike up the highest mountain. It was always his trip. He knew the trail. And of course, he, we talked all the way following him. We talked about everything as we watched our steps. We dodged the low-hanging limbs. But the talking ended instantly 
as we reached the pinnacle of the mountain. In fact, it was called Camp Pinnacle. No one had to say, shh, be quiet. It happened automatically. We were all quiet. Everything was different up there. The wind was exceptionally wild and cold. It messed up our hair, turned our cheeks red. The view was stunning. Standing there, the top of the mountain was the point of the whole hike. We grabbed our cameras, no smartphones yet. We grabbed our cameras, stood there because behind us could be seen four states at the same time. Well, it happened without plan. Each of us went to our own spot there on the top of that mountain for our own time of meditation and, and prayer, reflection. We were trying to capture something at the top of that mountain, trying to capture the moment, capturing the pictures. We wanted to take something back with us. We wanted to stay Mountaintop experiences just make sense. Mountains is where people of old have always gone to meet God. Moses climbed a mountain, noticed the burning bush that wasn't burning up. Later he went back up that mountain for the Ten Commandments. The prophet Elijah was running for his life, hid inside a mountain cave. There he heard God's voice. People have been meeting God on the mountain for thousands of years. Jesus went too, took a few disciples, and they too had a mystical experience. God is with us on the mountaintop. The presence of God up there is so real. The kind of experiences that leave us with feeling confident, feeling at peace, the kind of experience that makes you want to journal and sing and laugh. It's the kind of experience that makes you want to hold on to it forever. When I was five years old, I knew something was wrong. My mother was crying. My younger brother and I were in the back seat of our car. My mother was crying. She said, boys, just pray. I didn't know what she meant at the time. I was scared. Later, I had learned that my mother was having complicated contractions. And I would learned that for weeks, maybe months, the doctors had told her there was no heartbeat. But there was a Nazarene church praying for her. No heartbeat. And today, my baby brother... Married, two kids, pastoring his second church. So maybe the mountaintop experience for you was when your child was healed. Maybe it was when the check arrived to pay your bills. Or maybe it was a favorite vacation. Or maybe it was when you met your future husband. Or you saw your future wife for the first time. Maybe it was that perfect concert. God's voice was so clear. Like hearing God say, this is my beloved son. 
listen, pay attention to him. Like Peter, we cry out, Lord, can we stay here? Can we just stay here? It's better to be up here than down there with all the struggle, the pain, and the work. Let's just pitch some tents up here. Let's build a church. Peter was the first building committee. Let's build a church up here. We can have these experiences all the time. Let's stay on the mountaintop and feel the presence of God. It feels so real. Let's just stay. We'd asked our seminary dean, can't we just stay up here? And he'd say, let's go down. You have a test tomorrow. And I asked the test, test, are you God? Well, Jesus doesn't answer Peter on the mountaintop. Though in a way he sort of answers him by taking them back down the mountain into the valley. Now, just as harbors were not meant for boats to stay, mountaintops are not meant for us to live on. We go up for the view. To get a big picture look at things. We go up for some perspective. Some perspective that will carry us when we get down in the valleys. Like streams that begin in the mountaintops, descending to the valleys below, our journeys take us into the low moments as well. Are you the presence of God, cancer? Are you the presence of God, divorce? Are you the presence of God, unemployment? Are you the presence of God, grief? Can we just stay up here? But Jesus never really answers, except the next day he does lead them back down, down to the valley. Verse 37. The first thing they encounter is a desperate father whose son is being tortured I can hear Peter, you see, you see why I wanted to stay up there? But mountaintops is for the perspective. For when we descend down into the difficult valleys, like all mountain streams flow into the valleys. Some pastor types were arguing over what is more important, Good Friday or Easter. You have those kind of arguments, don't you? Which is more important? If you had to decide Good Friday or Easter. Ed Marquardt shares a story from one of those pastors in that argument. It was a friend of his. He says he became emotional and said simply, Good Friday. Good Friday is the most beautiful day for me. Every day is Good Friday for me. They asked, why do you say that, Lee? See, Lee had been in the Korean War. He was a CIA agent. 
He and a group of CIA agents had been flown into North Korea. They had been dropped there for a landing. They went secretly into North Korea, blown up some ammunition dumps, made a raid on a secret installation, and after that they were coming back to the point of pickup. They were supposed to rendezvous and be flown back to their ship. On the way back, Lee made a mistake and got separated from the rest of the other CIA agents. He made a mistake. He was clear about that. It was his dumb fault. Lee got caught in sniper fire. He jumped behind a rock where there was a group of enemy soldiers above him shooting down at him as he was hiding behind a large rock. The bullets were pecking against the rock, making the rock smaller and smaller. And every time the flick of a rock would hit his back, Lee thought he was dead. He would roll over in panic, thinking that he had been shot in the back. It was a petrifying experience, as you can imagine. His mouth was dry, white mouth dehydrated, and suddenly his fellow agents came back to rescue him. Like the cavalry had come in the Old West movie. The cavalry had come back to save him, to cover up his mistake. But six of his fellow agents, six of his good friends were then killed because of the mistake he had made. And as he told this story, he said, yes, I have carried this guilt with me for a long time now. And Good Friday will always be the most important day for me because Good Friday was that day that God came down to die for us, to pay for the enormous mistakes that we have made. I will always preach a Good Friday sermon he said, because every sermon for me is about the cross. That God came to die for us in our mess. I believe that. Are you spring? Oh no, spring is all around. God is on the mountaintops. And God is down in the valley. God is in the valleys, God is in the plains, God is in the pains down at the bottoms of life too. God is all the dazzling moments, God is in all the ordinariness of life. If you have eyes to see, the glasses to see the presence. If you were to ask, mountains are you God, valleys are you God, good news are you God, no, but I show up when God is around. Bad news. Are you God? No, but God shows up when I'm around. Where are you today? Mountaintop. Give thanks then. Enjoy that experience. Learn from that experience and let it carry you as you descend again.
Maybe you're in the valley. Maybe you're in that tough place. If so, then remember what you learned on the mountaintop. Remember mountains or valleys. God is all around. And you are living in the middle of God. Pray with me, please. God, for some, this is a mountaintop experience. Just an hour, baby, to get away from the cares that await us down the valley. Some of us get to stay a little longer, perhaps. Some of us have a really deep valley, a steep descent. We pray that you'll be all around us, especially be with those who will encounter the desperate father, the tortured son, the difficult job, the problem with health, the loved one that's hurting. Be with us in the valleys too. In Christ we pray. Amen. And take me home, what joy shall fill my 
Thank you for listening to They Didn't Teach Us That in Seminary, the official podcast of Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. For more information about our church, please check us out on Facebook by searching for Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for Broadmoor Baptist Church of Baton Rouge. We're on Twitter and Instagram as at Broadmoor underscore BC. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to see you on Sundays.